This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hey folks, welcome in. It's the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, and happy Friday, everybody. You made it. We're on the brink of a very busy sports weekend with the NFL playoffs all weekend long, the uh, college football national championship on Monday night, and of course, Pelicans basketball tonight at Smoothie King Center against the Pacers, and then a Sunday matinee for you, 2.30 start against the Los Angeles Clippers from out in Los Angeles uh, to start a new road trip for New Orleans. So we're excited and we're ready to go. And I think the playoffs, uh, football-wise, bring us a lot of intrigue this weekend. I think that some road teams could prevail. I think the weather up in Minneapolis is going to be a lot of fun to stay inside, nice and warm to watch. Um, So we'll get two games tomorrow and two games on Sunday. It's been quite a week around here, hasn't it? Wow. Uh, Lots to talk about all week long on the Black and Blue Report. We hope that you've enjoyed all the conversation. Today we'll have a little different conversation. Most of it's circling around the Pelicans, but uh, we're going to kind of expand our uh, expand our conversation to some folks that you may not know a whole lot about or or want to know more about, uh, should say, uh, when we talk about Pelicans assistant coach Phil Weber today and then the uh, broadcast crew that handles not the game broadcast on Fox Sports New Orleans, but the pregame, halftime, and postgame, specifically Erin Hardigan, who's the lead anchor for that program and her producer, Matt Scales, in Studio B with us. And so we'll look forward to that as well. We'll take our first break. When we come back, we'll meet up with Pelicans assistant coach Phil Weber, who is uh, well-traveled when it comes to basketball. Stay with us. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Join your New Orleans Pelicans Friday, January 8th at 7 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center when the Indiana Pacers battle your New Orleans Pelicans. Come out and celebrate Superhero Night. The first 8,000 in attendance will receive a Pelican Superhero poster. Come dressed as your favorite superhero and you can enter our costume contest to have a chance to win great prizes. Tickets start as low as $21, so don't miss out on any of the action. And call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. New Orleans, get ready for WWE Monday Night Raw. Televised live worldwide from Smoothie King Center. Monday night, January 11th, featuring the return of Brock Lesnar. Plus, you'll see John Cena, Roman Reigns, Demon Kane, The Lunatic Fringe, Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, The Divas, and many more in action. Don't wait. Great seats are available now at the box office and Ticketmaster. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. 
Welcome back to our show in Studio B here on this Friday. As we mentioned, the Pelicans are home tonight against the Indiana Pacers. First meeting of the regular season between these two teams. And right there on the bench, right next to head coach Alvin Gentry, will be Pelicans assistant coach Phil Weber. The two, Gentry and Weber, have a long history together. And Weber, of course, has a very long history in the game, dating all the way back to his college days at NC State. Here's my first visit on the Black and Blue Report with Pelicans assistant coach, Phil Weber. Well, Phil, between playing in the ACC and coaching in Miami and New York and Phoenix and consulting here and being a head coach in the Dakotas and now here in New Orleans, is there is there a basketball gym you haven't been in in this country or at least the Western Hemisphere at this point? I don't know. It really is pretty crazy when you look at it. You know, I didn't spend a lot of time collegiately in the West Coast. So the USC's and some of those, I, I haven't. In the Northwest, I'm a little weak in, but... I've been in quite a few gyms. <laughs> I think I bet you I bet you developed a player out there in the West. If you thought about it real hard, there's probably some kid that you worked out for some agent or on a recruiting visit or something that you saw in one of those West Coast gyms. Well, there's no question. I worked yeah. them out. I worked a ton out, and it was so funny because over the over the couple of years I was in LA, just working with NBA guys and guys who were going to be in the draft process, I must have worked out over a hundred guys in the league, and college guys would come in getting ready for the draft some didn't make it so some probably were at those northwestern schools no doubt here's where i'm going with all this the most obvious question of the day you must love basketball basketball has been very good to me (laughs) you know i've I've been you know i've been blessed with it really has created a, a a great life for me i've been playing since i was four years old and you know, I was that little kid who downstairs, you know, one of the dorky story I tell you is that I learned about physics at a very young age because I lived in New York. So I would take my basketball when I got home from school and immediately go to the, the old driveway like everybody, kid growing up, wants to be a player. And it would bounce well for 20 minutes. But then the cold, it wouldn't bounce so well. So, you know, me being just a road scholar, I said, well, wait a minute. So I would go back, I would put it under hot water for about three minutes, and I'd get another 20 minutes. And then I would, it would do it again. So I would be like back and forth. My hands would be a mess. It would be water everywhere. But no, so I've been, basketball's been great. I've been playing all my life. My dad was a high school coach. And, you know, my high, I, was, you know I was recruited for high schools by way of the camps and then went there and Ended up at NC State, which was a tremendous experience having played for, you know, Norm Sloan recruited me, and then I played for V. And, uh, and Norm, who had recruited me, hired me at the ripe old age of 22. That was in Florida, right? At University yeah. of Florida. So, I st- I, like I said, basketball, you know, has, has been a uh, tremendous ride. And, you know, the, the one thing that you have is, is the relationships that you build over the time. And I, I owe so many people thanks for for allowing me to work with them and to, you know, even the players, you know, because, you know, working with great players, you become better as a coach. Mm -hmm. There are some things that, you know, you just kind of see and say, why is he doing that? And then you say, oh, and then you watch him and you see that it's repetitive and you add it to your repertoire to teach others. Um, I look back now, I'm just getting old enough now myself that regardless of how much money I made or – the quality of the town, I start to look back probably somewhat nostalgically now and say, God, that was a really great stop along the way. Have you been able to do that? Has there been a favorite stop through these basketball journeys? You know, I would have to think Phoenix. When we were in 04, you know, the whole four years where we were averaging like 60 wins. Because 
it just seems so, I mean, it was ridiculous. It really was. And we had, you know, and, and again, uh, we had uh, a ma magical team as far as how they got along. They just, you know, you had Steve Nash as the leader, but everybody else just got to get, they got along. We had our bumps along the road, and, and the staff was great. And, you know, Alvin, <laughs> they called us Sammy and Dean because we would sit together on the fl flight, and, you know, we would just laugh. And, uh, you know, Mike Mike was tremendous. And the whole, the, the whole you know, whole thing was just so uh, enjoyable because we were having fun. And let me tell you something. I'll, I'll coin Riley's phrase. You know, winning in the NBA is there's nothing better, and if you lose, it's misery. <laughs> so, so, so you know, you, 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 can't, you can't forget those good times. And, and that's what it is. It's like a drug. You want to go get more of it, and that's why you work. That's why you get up so early in the morning. That's why you do the extra stuff. And, uh, you know, you, you try to instill that into the players you coach. So you go from that to, I think, New York or not – Right yeah. after that, but here most recently though, head coach in the D League. If you talk about the highs and the miseries in the NBA, what was it like being a head coach at the D League level? This, I guess, this far down the road in your career. Well, first of all, let me just tell you this. So I'm engaged at the time, and my wife, you know, back and forth, New York or Miami, and I go, honey, we're going to be moving to South Dakota for about six months. <laughs> So I know she really loves me. I know she really is. So, but it was, you know, I got to tell you, I was excited for it because, you know, I've been a, a, a career assistant, had never, you know, called my own timeout. Mike would never let me call a timeout. I'm like, you know, come on, Mike. No, just kidding. But it was, uh, you, you know, you learn about yourself, you know, because you are the final decision maker. And uh, I was fortunate that he gave me a good good team. We, were, You know, we won our first, we were the first time ever that that team had won their division and you know we lost uh in in the playoffs but it was it was such a rewarding experience where I had to I had to be the guy that you know kind of monitored the ups and the downs and you get a res such a deep respect for you know what Alvin goes through on a daily basis and I think by doing that it makes me a better assistant what to be able to add to him and what to hold back on and I, you know, I, I just I want to be a useful, you know, resource for him. What what great bus uh, pastimes and commercial flight pastimes have you been able to garner over the years after being a head coach in the D League and of course under some lower circuits down the way? Surely you've got some tricks of the trade, right? Well, I don't know about tricks of the trade, but the D League is def. I I would tell our guys. I said, fellas, you have no idea. That's why you work hard. That's why you don't want to be here because literally we would, uh, you know, that what we played Maine, which is the Celtic team, and we had played Erie the night before. Hey, two great booming metropolitans, oh, sure. by the way. Yes. Yeah. So we we head up to Portland, Maine, and. Oh, by the way, we took the 7 a.m. flight, and we get into we get into a Holiday Inn Express. Oh, and by the way, it's on a mountain, and there's no cars, there's no stores or anything around, and we got a game in like three hours. So we, you know, you have to go check in, okay? And literally, I had to you know, we had some stuff for our players. I had to buy my staff pizza at the game, which because it was. <laughs> You can't you can't make that up. But I mean, it was the guys down there. Some of them uh, really get it, and I think that it's becoming a more useful tool for a lot of these NBA teams. You see more and more and more people using it for different ways. And every t every franchise is going to make a decision on how they use it, right. and it can really be a 
uh, a very valuable tool. Okay, so a lot of our very astute basketball Pelicans fans love to know the mechanics of a particular coaching staff. So here on this staff, what would you tell fans is, are your number one responsibilities under Alvin Gentry now? I guess uh, it would be on the offensive side of it, where him and I have had uh, uh, that experience together in Phoenix. And uh, I was for Miami for uh, two and a half years, you know, the offensive advisor to uh, the Heat, Eric Spolster predominantly. And, uh, you know, so I try to look at it from that perspective more so. Now, as a basketball coach, you always look at all the different aspects of it. And, you know, I'll talk to some guys about certain defensive things. But uh, in order for, for my job description right now would be most like to ideas, you know, uh, ways to maybe, you know, put in in practice or whatever it is, on the, more on the offensive side. Very good. Got to know you a little bit more, and I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your time. Pelicans assistant coach Phil Weber with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Right back in a minute. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Pelicans and Pacers tonight at the uh, Smoothie King Center, and we're looking forward to another broadcast on Fox Sports New Orleans, and that means the full deal. That means pregame, postgame, the whole nine yards. And we love it when the pregame and postgame actually originate from New Orleans at the Smoothie King Center, which is going to be the case again tonight for the second time this week. Aaron Hardigan and Stephen Howard will be here uh, hosting on site uh, at the big club there off the floor. Matt Skills is their producer, and he's in town as well. And they're in Studio B with us as we get ready for the game tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Matt and Aaron minus Steven. So Steven's going to be pretty upset when he hears he missed out on this opportunity, huh? Well, he shouldn't have had other things to do until, <laughs> you know, game time. And so he was just a little slow. No, we just didn't want him. Oh, okay, okay. That <laughs> no, too. No, that I'm too. kidding. No, I'm Matt's kidding. my new analyst for today. So he'll break down the X's and O's a little bit. There later. we go. You like doing it on site, don't you, Aaron? Uh occasionally i feel like if i i did it all the time i'd be 300 pounds that's the joke is if i lived here i'd be 300 pounds because uh <laughs> because the food is so great i eat so well uh, but no no on in, in all honesty love love uh being in the environment you, you know it it makes the show yeah you know the fans make the show so we're kind of pulling the curtain back here a little bit some may not understand i think most people do that the pregame show more often than not originates from studios in dallas texas through the facilities of Fox Sports Southwest, correct? Correct. But that doesn't mean that you all aren't on a daily contact with us, and we just love to bring you in when we can to do the show kind of in 
whether it be in the team store, the Pelican Shop by Adidas, or the Capital One Club or whatnot, those seem to be special occasions. Absolutely. Matt, how yes. do we decide which, which games get, get the, the, uh, the special backdrop as opposed to more of a studio backdrop that allows you all to have more tools at your disposal? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we actually decide by certain games or series, but a lot of times we look at the schedule, we see some of the big games, we also pick more times to be here because we want to be in the arena, be in the city as much as possible, get Aaron and Steven involved with the fans. And so it's also it's that connection, it's that New Orleans feel. You want to you want to create an atmosphere that you're not only getting ready for an NBA game, but you're also showing off a city right? and showing off the culture of a city. Like uh, at the beginning of the season, we had the trombone shorty uh, video and the anthem, and we played that up. And the big wigs, the uh, people in L.A. loved it. And it's like you're wanting to create, this is the atmosphere of New Orleans. This is their basketball team. We want to be there, and we want to show off the city. Absolutely. Well, and because of the atmosphere, Fox wants us on site more often. That's kind of yeah. that was, that's what we decided, at least in the off season, to be there more because this is so unique. We always joke that if you were dropped out of midair into any city, you would know you were in New Orleans. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yes. It's, it's one so of the most it's, unique it's, NBA. There cities. you go. Very unique. And, uh, and again, again, it? again, the food is is. So <laughs> the food almost, and I are great friends. You keep bringing this up. <laughs> She even said this. I'm look. hungry is what I am. Uh, it's hard not we to just be in ate this lunch, town. By have the you way, seen folks. me? You know, I mean, have you seen the before and after <laughs> pictures of my time in New Orleans? You'll understand Sean that. Sean and well. I just ate lunch, and I'm already hungry. See, and you're see, you're becoming a true New Orleanian because most of us, while we're eating one meal, are talking about what we're going to have for our <laughs> next meal. So you're trapped. You're in. So you know. Yeah, I think I maybe I do need to make the move here. What do we say? What do we, what what do, what do we think, guys? Well, I know what my answer is. But I don't. I don't have to go talk to the the big guns in L.A. So, you know. well, you know, we we really do appreciate you guys. You guys are it's it's one of the best organizations to work with as far as just access to coaches and players. You don't see that everywhere, and I don't know if folks here know how how great and how accessible this this organization is. Keep talking. You keep telling us. <laughs> yeah, keep no, telling. Yeah. She, she's true. I, I've done this. I've been in this business for thirty years. I've worked with. Spurs, the Rockets, the Mavericks, the Stars, the Rangers, the Pelicans, um, the Thunder. And one of the things that I do like about the Pelicans is the fact that you get access to a coach before the game. You get access to a player before the game. Um, you could, We could come over and say, hey, Sean, we'd like you on the pregame. We get access. You don't get said, no, that, you know, we, we don't give players before games or no, that player doesn't talk before games. And, and, and coaches, you know, coaches, a lot of coaches, they have to do interviews because it's required. They have a media session. But the fact that you get both and the team doesn't say, no, you can have one. No, you can have both. Great. Makes the pregame go a lot better. It, it, it lets fans be more in touch with their team. Um, the Pelicans, as an uh, organization, put together outstanding video features on their website we can, you know, use those in pregame. Um, it's a good chance to promote the black and blue report during pregame and during in game. So it they they get it. They get the that it's, it's a business and it's entertainment yeah. and it's let's show off New Orleans. I mean, I think that's one thing we always recognized growing up with the Saints. Man, they're in New Orleans, you know. It's you just recognize the and how much the New Orleans the the fans of New Orleans love their teams and you know, they get it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And that comes through on the pregame show, the halftime, postgame two, which 
Here of late hasn't been so much fun. I understand that part. Aaron, how did how did you come about to be a part of the Pelicans television broadcast? You know, I think I think folks at least around the Midwest or at least the central U.S. know your work, whether it be the Texas Rangers or even with the Stars. Um, you know, a wide uh, resume here with regard to I'm hosting running experience. around like a chicken with my head cut off. Is well, there's a little bit of that. Yes, no, yes, so I am. Kind of, kind of <laughs> take a, take us from from A to B with regard to being as much a part of the Pelicans broadcast as anybody else. Well, and what's funny is it all started when I covered college football recruiting. So all of this started. So I mean, I with really, me. With <laughs> I was a producer for that as well. With uh, with okay. Matt, I, you know, I was yeah, I I I began on the dot com side writing essentially mm-hmm. college football recruiting covering big 12 football and so i was i was an analyst on all of their college football shows and their signing day shows and whatnot and uh obviously with my degree in, in broadcasting um i don't know fox must i don't know what fox was thinking but they saw something no so they they saw something to me and in fact pelicans was was the first gig they gave me uh asked if i was interested in in hosting pre and post game shows for the new orleans pelicans and I, of course, dove head first in and, and you know, I mean, it. you, you got to eat, sleep and breathe it, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I just became immersed in, in this team. And so I think that's why it's kind of my baby, because it was like my first gig here uh, with Fox Sports Southwest. And so you, you feel like you've kind of come up with some of the guys and uh, four seasons in now, I'd say so. And man, you believe it's been the fourth, fourth it, now. Well, is I don't know if that's a sign of aging for me or what, <laughs> but time is I think it's a sign of getting older, Sean. But um no, it, it's it's been fun, and again, like I said, you you having covered, you know, I, I began with the Pelicans, and I I guess I assumed every organization was as open and as personable and accessible as the Pelicans are. No, they're not. I'll be the first to tell you, rain, you know, it's it's not the same. And so I think I think that's why I take such pride in uh, in covering these Pelicans. It was the first, and it's uh, still to this day my favorite. Outstanding. All right, guys, um, we've turned into a new calendar year here. We're going to be home a lot this month. Anything special planned for the pregame show or the halftime feature coming up that you uh, might be willing to spill the beans on? I don't know if there's anything to spill the beans on, but I know that we're going to be here more more times. Yeah. That, you know, Aaron and Steven are going to be at the arena, so fans will be able to come out and see them, um, be able to come meet them, take their picture with them. Like uh, Aaron was saying last night, come by, take your selfie with Steven. If anybody hasn't seen Steven, I mean, I know he sits <laughs> down at a desk at – you know, Stephen played in the NBA for a few, about four years. Played over in overseas. He was uh, an All-American at DePaul. He's six foot ten, so uh, you can come over and uh, get a selfie with him. And they're going to be here. They're going to be here more. And you know, from my standpoint, I like being here. You know, working with the production crew and w- what we call working out of the production truck because you get you get a little more energized when you're in an arena because studios be- can become kind of sterile. And you have to do, you can only do so many things in a studio because of the size of the studio or what you have, you're working, what you're working with. But when you're on site, you feel the energy of an arena, especially on big games. And we've been here in the past for big games. I mean, one of the shows we did last year was when they clinched the playoff berth against the Spurs. Right. I right. mean, that was great. And uh, matter of fact, I think that show won an Emmy yes. um, that, for that production that night and won a Suncoast Emmy. But you and know, not it's sure it would have done here. that if we were in studio. Again, the fans make the show. Being that the atmosphere, the the arena, the fans—that's what really so makes. Do you want signs? Do you want fans to start bringing signs and whatnot? <laughs> hey, I mean, Stephen and I are all. Stephen I don't know I, about hey, signs. Steve, you know, <laughs> and, and <that's, laughs> the producer's looking at me with like a laser focus. Right <laughs> now, we had a guy. It. We had two kids make faces last night behind them. 
Okay. So I, I don't want to have to sit there and say we're going to have to have, uh, you know, security out there, Lou Schumann. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think Steve. I think, in fact, in that Emmy award-winning post-game show, Stephen had a beer spilled on him, which uh, ultimately maybe it's maybe sealed the deal. You know, I mean, it, no, it's but his, his tennis shoes will wipe off nicely. <laughs> Ask to see Stephen's shoes, by the way, when you come. Meet but Harry you know, he didn't have sneakers on last night. He had, no, on, he he actually, had on dress he, shoes. That's a first, right? With right? Buckles. You're like, what? Like, why no are you way. actually dress trying shoes, to look? Good? Maybe he's trying. Maybe he's trying, trying to keep up with David Wesley. Good luck. The best part is like David's everyone. A dresser. He is again. Oh, he's, yeah. Again, he's six ten, and you know, ever, hey, did you play in the? league? I tell him all the time, like, you need to be like, no, man, I, you know, I was like a horse jockey or something, and see what they say. You know, it's like really, That's fair. Yeah, you know, did you play? Good. You know, you're like looking up sky high at him, and and uh, but no, I mean, it's it's great. It's it's fun too because um, it, there's such a bit there. There is a huge following here in in New Orleans. I mean, people people you know they're like, hey, Aaron and Stephen. We obviously don't get that in in uh in dallas so it's it's nice to come here and and be loved once sean we're here to love <laughs> we're here to love we're here to enjoy your work tonight um have a great time when are you all back because people are gonna as soon as they hear this and they know oh i'm not here on you Friday asked me night, off the top of my head and i don't, don't have, have the, the date for I, it? I know there is some there's another time in january okay. maybe at the end of january i tell you what I'll i think check. it's at the end of january i'll pass it along and preview your next visit here how about how about for a win how about we come back for a win can we just go ahead and schedule that well we're gonna we're gonna be <laughs> we, have, we need to redeem Pelicans ourselves are gonna beat the pacers i mean i'll call it right Sean, now. i gotta be honest okay. i mean i i i uh took some of the blame last night for for being in house here in, in in the arena and mm-hmm. and uh coming up with a lot you know we we gotta bounce back we got we gotta we gotta regroup, come out Friday and, and get back in the uh, left hand column. Huh? All right. Fair enough. We'll split this home stand, we'll go out west, and then we'll bring you all back here after that. There you there go. go. Fair enough. <laughs> Aaron Hardigan, Fox Sports New Orleans. Matt Scales. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. No. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm, one, I'm glad only. we got the visit. And uh poor Steven. That's too he bad. missed out. Can't be here to defend himself. Hope that it's King's right. Asbed at the Heights treating you well, buddy. It's okay. He'll be at work soon enough on set. <laughs> He'll be at the dessert table in the Capital One Club. Come see him. Pre-game, 6.30 Central, Fox Sports New Orleans, and then, of course, full wrap-up following, as they've said, a Pelicans win tonight. We'll be back in a moment. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on, and you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy Text Alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. 
Join your New Orleans Pelicans Friday, January 8th at 7 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center when the Indiana Pacers battle your New Orleans Pelicans. Come out and celebrate Superhero Night. The first 8,000 in attendance will receive a Pelican Superhero poster. Come dressed as your favorite superhero and you can enter our costume contest to have a chance to win great prizes. Tickets start as low as $21, so don't miss out on any of the action. And call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. He must be a big deal since he's verified on Twitter. He's Sean Kelly, and this is the Black and Blue Report. Before we wrap up on this Friday, uh, a couple of notes real quick. Number one, take some time today, if you can, to uh, listen to last night's Alvin Gentry radio show on Pelicans.com. It's yours on Pelicans.com today. It normally airs on Thursday nights at 7 on the flagship station of the Pelicans radio network. That's 99.5. W-R-N-O-F-M. Otherwise, on the radio tonight at 6.30 with Pelicans warm-up, 7 o'clock tip-off between the Pelicans and the Pacers. It's Superhero Night tonight. The first 8,000 fans will be getting a really cool poster, an animated poster of some of our guys dressed up as superheroes. Should be good. Uh, Something unique for you on a Friday night. And uh, hopefully we'll have a nice crowd as the Pelicans wrap up this homestand. Looking for a split before they head out west for three games against the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Sacramento Kings. Television coverage tonight with Aaron Hardigan and the group uh, begins at 6.30 as well. Then David Wesley, Joel Myers, and uh, Jen Hale have the uh, call of the game for you starting just after 7 p.m. Enjoy all the football this weekend. We'll talk about it. Uh, We'll talk about the teams that are left and and begin the conversation toward the divisional round on Monday. And uh, on Monday, we'll uh, get you ready for the College Football National Championship game Scott Rabelais, who covers college football extensively for The Advocate, will be our guest on Monday to talk Alabama and Clemson. Have a great weekend, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time here on the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.